This is the Positive Psychology Podcast, episode number six. Welcome to the Positive Psychology Podcast, bringing your earbuds the science of the good life. And now, your host, Kristen Trumpy. Hello, Ryan. Um, I'm very happy to welcome you as my guest. For those of you who are listening to the Positive Psychology Podcast, I'm welcoming Ryan Nemick today as a guest. Ryan has done lots of cool things in the field of positive psychology and coaching and mindfulness and lots of other things as well. But I can't tell you all of it because we have a limited amount of time. What I will tell you is that he's a psychologist, a coach, and the author of Positive Psychology at the Movies and Mindfulness and Character Strengths, A Practical Guide to Flourishing. He's also the Education Director of the VIA Institute, which those of you might recognize who have taken the VIA Strengths Test. What I really like about Ryan's work is that he is really innovative and he is authentic in sharing his humanity. He talks, you know, sometimes about his son. And I personally really love that because that that's what sticks with people. It's not just facts. So thanks for being with us today, Ryan. You're very welcome, Chris. And it's, it's great to be here. I'm glad that you invited me. Thank you. Thank you. So for those listeners who are new to Carrick's strengths, could you define what strengths are and why they're important? Sure. Yeah, character strengths are capacities or possibilities within us. And we can think of them as capacities for thinking, feeling, and behaving in ways that can bring benefit to ourselves and and to other people. Uh, We often also think of these character strengths as part of our positive personality. They're ingredients that help us to flourish and to live the, the best life that we can. Uh, now, there's a, a whole lot of research that's been coming out, in the, especially in the last 10 years, since this new science of character has been unfolding. And so there's research around the link between character strengths and happiness, and that if people tap into their own highest strengths, that that's connected with happiness, or if they tap into particular strengths, that's connected with greater happiness. Character strengths have been connected with uh, greater engagement at work, uh, more meaningful work, more work as a calling. Character strengths are connected with greater self-acceptance, greater achievement, better relationships. Also, all of these kinds of outcomes that people want in their life. You know, it, it, almost any particular life goal that a person could have, we could link in our personal character strengths as pathways to get to those valued goals and valued outcomes. Right. Um, What I really like about what you just said is that you showed the huge breadth of possibilities. It's not just a one one off intervention that you do to feel good. It's just it's so much more. So thanks for that. So how does the VIA Institute help people um, to achieve these things? Yeah, the, the VIA Institute on Character is a nonprofit organization and we're here in Cincinnati, Ohio, which is in the the Midwest of the United States, kind of a little bit closer to the east side of the United States, and has been around since uh, 2000, when uh, my boss, Neil Mayerson, who's the chairman of the VIA, was reading Marty Seligman's early work in positive psychology and 
basically, long story short, connected with him around this area of uh, a science of character. And so they then went about in this work to really uh, examine what's best in human beings and got 55 scientists together and many other scientific work groups together to help to really to, to discover what have the philosophers and the theologians and the educators throughout time, dating back some 2,500 years, had to say about character and virtue and strength. And so the result of this three-year massive collaboration was uh, the via classification of character strengths and virtues. So, so that's been via's main work and really after several years and seeing how much people had taken to it, you know, people in the business world and doing organizational work and executive coaches and uh, educators and teachers and coaches and psychologists and counselors, seeing how it was so accessible to people around the world and it was kind of meeting some kind of craving that all of these people were wanting to do to be able to work with strengths for themselves and for their clients. The VA Institute then began to shift to do more work in the, the practice. And so in the practice of character strengths because what's, what happens is that when people in any of these different disciplines learn about something new and exciting, they immediately then just start to try to apply it and start to kind of use it. And that often can be a wonderful thing, but then also sometimes practitioners can get ahead of the research and um, and kind of lose track of, of what they're doing. And so so we then started to take a, a shift to for to to really follow all of the latest research in character strengths and then to to teach people about the latest research in character strengths so to teach people in organizations and consultants and counselors and coaches and educators and teachers so really in a broad way that's what via has been doing you know our mission at the via institute is to advance the science and practice of character strengths so when via brings in some money from selling its reports or its coursework, um, it then puts that money back into research on character strengths. And so on our website, there's something like 20 different major research projects involving character strengths, whether that's researchers at Yale investigating a theory of character, or researchers in Israel uh, studying the use of character strengths in the workplace, or researchers at Kansas University studying the, the VIA survey and adapting it for people with disabilities, and, and on and on and on examples like that. And, and that's really what we do. So we're helping to advance all of this independent research. And then also, I stay in touch with leading practitioners around the world. So what are those practitioners doing to apply this work? And so what do we do then? As we bring these two together, researchers and practitioners, we then offer courses to help to teach people more about character strengths. We have in-depth reports that people can, can, can get to learn more about their specific strengths um, and so on. And, you know, you know, you mentioned some of the books I wrote and, you know, articles and, and so on. So... That's that's a bit of, of what we do, and, and that's all really after the fact. It's really after the fact that the main piece is that this VIA survey and its results be free. You know, the VIA survey has always been free to the world, and uh, I would say always will be free to everybody in the world, and that's what's really been a key piece because it makes it so accessible to people, and it's, it's actually reached every single country uh, around the world, which is uh, somewhere around 191 or two countries, uh, taken by over 2.6 million people now in the last uh, 10 years. So it's, it's uh, and that's the main piece. That's really what's going to help people to see themselves in a different way and to be able to make some of those changes. Wow. Okay. Um, 
can you comment a little bit more on the you know this tension between research and practitioners you mentioned it people want to jump in and the context in which i asked this is actually i had a discussion with a good friend of mine just yesterday and she said you know what i did the via but then i wondered how how do i use that in the justice department where i work you know can you comment on that Sure. Yeah, that's yeah. Your your friend is really kind of getting at the question that we've uh, been asked most. I would say over the the years, as people take this free survey, they get the results, they look at it, and they, <clears throat> you know, some people think, oh, well, that's interesting, or some people are really excited to look at themselves in in this way. They've never looked at themselves in a positive way before, and all sorts of other kinds of reactions. But essentially, people do end up with the question of, okay, now what? Now what do I do that I, I have these results in front of me? And uh, and some people kind of immediately answer that question for themselves and they think, okay, now I know what to, I know, actually intuitively know what to do and I'm going to weave in character strengths and discussions with my clients, with my cognitive behavioral therapy practice or with my coaching or consulting work. I'm going to have people take the survey and start to do strengths discussions or, or you know, investigate other resources of courses and things I can do. So some people kind of kind of go off and running with it. And then, and then, but then other times it is kind of like, well, yeah, how, how will I do this? What will I do? And uh, my, you know, advice would be to go on the journey oneself first. So it would be to begin to, after one looks at one's results on the VIA survey, to then begin to draw links personally. So to look at and to make sure you understand all of your highest strengths, so your top seven, top eight strengths, make sure you really understand deeply what each of those means and how you've used all of those strengths hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times in your life, in your everyday life, for simple things and for extraordinary things at times of great stress, when you've overcome stress. So to really do what I call kind of exploring, you know, kind of it's kind of this model, very simple model of aware, then explore, then apply. So they take the via survey, they get some awareness, then they move into exploring and beginning to really dig into it. So looking at all those questions of how they've used it in the past, how they might use their strengths in the future, different ways that they've used it at times of, of, uh, of glory and at times of, of struggle. Uh, and that might take a long time to do that exploring. It might be with the help of a coach. It might be by journaling. It might be by doing discussions with other people. Uh, it might be just by simply reflecting. It might be through mindfulness meditation. Many ways one could explore and dig in. Um, and then when one is ready, when one really has a good understanding of one's highest strengths, then move into applying. So then move into, okay, I'm going to set some personal goals for myself, or I'm going to try to boost up a lower strength, or I'm going to continue to try to expand upon my signature strengths, my highest strengths, use them in, in different ways, and so on. So after someone has done that process for themselves, then I would recommend starting to apply it with other people. Because then you kind of understand some of the nuances, you understand the depth of it. You know, and people don't get the depth of this until they start to really get into the practice of it, until they start to dig into some of the nuances. Do they understand that this work is so much more than just using your strengths more? It's, it's so much more than just discovering your strengths, that uh, a lot of the fruits comes into the nuances and the depth. So that's what I would, I would recommend for that particular person. And then once they've, they've done that process, then they could start to apply it nicely in the Justice Department. And maybe they would, they would bring the VIA survey to their staff. Maybe they would bring it to the clients. Uh, maybe they would uh, do a workshop. I mean, there's many, many things they might do. 
Uh, but it starts with uh, know thyself first. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Now, um, you mentioned a lot of things and a really fun way of doing that, as you have explored very thoroughly, is uh, movies, which is not exactly an intuitive choice in academic psychology. So could you relate some of the things that you just said to movies? You know, how do you use the getting to know yourself, for example, and that kind of thing when you're going to the movies or watching a movie at home? Sure. Yeah, I, I think the first step um, for anybody that is interested in connecting strengths in movies is really to make sure that when you enter the movie theater or you turn on Netflix or you throw in your DVD to put on strengths goggles. So to really take a, a strengths lens to the movie. You know, you have to have some kind of mindset toward positive psychology or toward strengths to, to really begin to see the strengths in yourself. So you might have sort of a listing of the via classification language next to you when watching the movie. Or some people know the language of character strengths really well, so they just have it memorized. But to go in deliberately thinking, okay, I'm going to deliberately try to do what we call strength spotting in the movies. And so then in watching the characters and watching the, the action unfold, watching the drama uh, unfold, to then be looking for the strengths at play. And if you have the strengths goggles on, you will see them. You will see the strengths of the characters. You'll see their uh, one character that's, that's using their leadership strength by organizing things. Or you'll see a character with a lot of kindness being very compassionate to other people. You know, whether that's the movie Gandhi or the movie Mother Teresa would be kind of obvious examples. Or my favorite movie of all time, Amelie, uh, which is all about random acts of kindness. And it's very easy to spot the, the strengths of kindness and curiosity and creativity in her character. Um, so if we have that mindset, then we'll be able to spot the strengths. And then it, it might be simply you can take that exercise further then by applying it to your own development. And one might say, okay, well, uh, how, I, how might I imitate the character strengths of the Russell Crowe character in A Beautiful Mind? How might I imitate the, the character strengths of the, uh, of, the, of the character of Amelie and Amelie and, and so on? And we can then make that alignment between that character and ourselves in, in imitating that behavior. Love it. Love it. Absolutely love it. And I also know that some of my friends who have not done a lot of work on strengths and don't know your work yet will probably check it out just because you love Amelie as much as we do. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, Thanks very much, Ryan. I think there's time for one more question, if you're okay with that. Absolutely. That would be, um, what action do you recommend our listeners to take right now? You know, from, from all the yeah. stuff that you said, what can somebody who just, you know, listen to the podcast thinks, yeah, strengths sound cool. What could they do right now? I would suggest that they take a, a step towards seeing themselves in a more positive yet realistic light. So I would encourage them, even if they are somebody who is fairly positive, to, to look at themselves and who they really are and really look at who, the, who are they authentically when they're really being their true self. And when they're being their true and authentic self, what strengths are they using? What strengths are naturally part of that authentic self? 
And that would be a sort of a, an extra step that you could do without even going to a website to take the VIA survey or reading a book or so on that they could just be, be thinking of. When they're acting most authentically, what character strengths are they bringing forth? Okay. Thank you very much, Ryan. Um, thank you for sharing this information and being with us today. Listeners, um, if you have any interest in strengths or positive psychology or both, I really urge you to check out Ryan's books. I'm not just saying this because he's on the show, but actually because he's the kind of guy who can make you read 568 pages from back to back. So, you know, I don't do that. I don't have a lot of patience with lots of other people, but they're definitely worth it. So try it out. Um, I will also put some links on the website so you can check out Ryan's webpage and what Via is doing and the link to the strengths test if you're interested in that. And I will link to that on the podcast. Thanks very much, Ryan, and goodbye. Thank you, Kristen. Goodbye, everybody. I hope you enjoyed that interview as much as I did. As promised, you can find the links that Ryan mentioned and which I mentioned on www.strengthsphoenix.com forward slash six and that's the number six okay by the time this episode goes live if you are listening in from zurich switzerland you actually get a chance to use your strengths goggles as ryan suggested at the zurich film festival i certainly will and today because ryan's favorite movie is amelie I will say goodbye in French and you will see that it was not a complete waste of eight years of my life because at least now I can go to translate in Google, put it in and hopefully sound remotely French. I know at least one listener who will tell me whether that's true or I'm self-delusional. Anyway, have a great week, all of you. Merci pour écouter le podcast de la psychologie positive. Si vous n'avez vu le film Le Fabuleux Destin de Amélie Poulain, je vous invite à regarder immédiatement. Au revoir. Thanks for listening to the Positive Psychology Podcast. We're saying goodbye with Happy Yogurt.